listening to the podcast To Be Single or Not To Be by Shanna Montana. A podcast where we talk about the single life, dating, and relationships so you can make a decision at the end of each episode and decide to be single or not to be. That is the final question. So today's topic is the fantasy of love versus reality. And I really felt like this topic would be very fitting to close out the season of the podcast because let's stop there. Everybody give us a round of applause. So awesome. So excited. We'll get more into that later. So I really felt like this topic would be very fitting to close out the season because no matter how many times we talk about what love looks like and what it really feels like, some people tend to still be confused. So I figured, why not take a really close look at love and talk about what's real and what's not? And to do this, you all know I had to bring in some guests who can add some spice to our life and help me dive into the topic at hand. So for this episode, we have some people who are getting their podcast uh, cherry pop. And yeah, but first we have Miss Joy, who is from Chicago, but currently living in Nashville. Say hi to the listeners. Hello, listeners. Look, welcome, welcome. And up next, I'm just so sexy. <laughs> and up next, we have Miss Tiffany, who is a Mississippi girl, hometown, hometown, homestay, 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 yes. And she currently lives in Nashville. So say hello to the listeners. Hi. She's waving like y'all can see her. All right. And then up next, we have some people. Y'all haven't talked to them before. (laughs) Up first, we have Nikki. Say hello again. What's good, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. And last but not least, we have the one and only Bully Experience. Skibbity doo bop bop. You know, I know that's right. I wish we were right. So we're going to get right into it, y'all. We got a lot of this stuff, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. We got to talk about it because love is crazy out here. It's 2021. Outside is back open. (laughs) So we want to make sure that we are guiding our, I was going to say our ladies, but just our listeners, we're guiding y'all in the right direction. So I'm going to start by saying, you know, recently, y'all, I read somewhere that love is a spiritual journey because it is a constant shedding of the illusion of what it should be. And I'm saying that slow so y'all can think about it, the illusion, because we know that some motherfuckers are delusional. Absolutely. And, you know, the illusion of love that we all grew up with, you know, it's been fed to us through music, through movies, through media, you know, that 90s R&B love where you had Keith Sweat begging, you had Jodeci talking about come and talk to me, but <laughs> down the road we found out they weren't shit either, you know. <laughs> But love is just not always happening the way that we think it, you know, think it should or think it should look like. So this is all the more reason why we have to clear up this lie that the fantasy of love is always the reality that we know it to be because it's just so not true. So I want to pose this to you all and whoever feels free, you know, don't all go at once. (laughs) Um, I want to ask y'all a very simple question. Yet loaded, a loaded question. Do you personally think that love is worth the fight or the energy? 
the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs, everything in between. Like, is it worth it to you? Because, you know, like when you are living your best single life, you you just live in life. You are not worried about anybody but yourself. But when you mm-hmm. sign up for love, you know, love can feel good, but it can also feel bad at times. So, you know, do y'all think it's really like, is it, is it all that? Is it worth it? Mm. Everybody in the room, like, got their face it. like a question. I have something to say, but I don't know. You want to wait? I want to wait. Say it. Just kick off the conversation. It may turn you gotta lay hard left. Well, I think the, the first, since we're talking about disillusions and the, you know, all of this fantasy is that is that um we specifically associate in love romantically. Okay. True. And love is love. Yeah. Period. So like to really be realistic or be practical about what love is, you have to realize that love is a thing regardless of it being romantic, being in friendship, being in parental. Yeah. You know, love is a certain thing regardless of what relationship you put it in. Yeah, regardless of what's attached to. Yeah, so, like, love is a certain thing by itself. So, in the simple answer, I would say it's worth it. Because love, if you just put that sentence, Mm -hmm. it is worth it. Because you talking about friendship love, you're talking about, you know, familial love, you're talking about these things. Like, it is worth it. It is, you know, you know, God, it's all kinds of different love. Yeah. But, with these niggas... (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes even, even even Jesus went to the uh, New Testament and started loving people from a distance. Sometimes you gotta love these people from a distance. Yeah, this is true. That's my vote. <laughs> but did you answer the question? I did. She, did. she said you gotta. Yeah, love, love is one of the aspects, but sometimes you gotta love. But these from niggas, the yeah, the you gotta love from a distance with some of these men. Yeah, yeah. Not with you when you're right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. On this. Uh, I will say that it can be worth it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like a hard battle to okay. be, you know, to have love. Because some people think that we got to go through hell and high water to make sure we prove in ourselves that we, you know, we really love each other. And I'm not doing that. Not to struggle, love. But I will, the kind of fight I would do is the fight to support you and your growth, the same as mine, um, for us to overcome challenges together, but not that we are like drag out fighting, cussing each other out all the time. That to me is not a love that I want because it's disruptive to whatever I had going on as a single person. Right, right. So I will say that the natural evolution of people who are occupying the same space, sure, I'll fight for that. But you coming in here bringing the bullshit, I'm not, you want to love, you want to love that, that I love like this You want to love that. I don't want fantasy love because I have an understanding that as people, we are, we grow and we change differently. Yeah. But so I'm realistic in that, not saying that love is going to be happy all the time, but yeah. it doesn't have to be hell. Chaotic. You know, all the time. That, that's not worth it to me. A love that's worth the love. Worth, love that's worth the love. <laughs> and I agree with that because I think when we think of love in those relationships, it's mm-hmm. not tangible, it's not measurable. Mm-hmm. Right. But you feel it, you know, when it feels good, mm-hmm. it's great. Mm-hmm. But when it's not, you're like, I'm getting out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, like this ain't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But again, you don't have to drag me. 
Yeah. But consistency, your language, your words, your actions, those all are love languages. Yeah. So it doesn't change how I feel or how I'm going to act. But I know when I'm in and when you're in mm-hmm. and when we're out, we're just out. Yeah. But no love is lost. That's yeah. just how I see it. You know, I like those. That. I like that. What would you say <laughs> from Mississippi? Um, I think it is worth the fight, but it has to be a foundation there first. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. Um, because you like everybody says you get the illusion of love. And then when the hard times come is I'm out mm. because you haven't really built anything mm-hmm. versus if I build a friendship with you, I've seen the good, the bad, the ugly of you as a single person, as yeah. us getting to know each other. So therefore, if I see you having a hard day, I can be supportive. If you see me having a hard day, you can be supportive. And that's what's going to make your love grow stronger Mm -hmm. versus you not having that foundation. And then when something, when shit hits the fan, I'm out. Yeah. I think, and that comes down, I think sometimes people just moving too fast, you know, because Mm -hmm. I think the, for the first time in my life, probably in my thirties was when I realized like when people talk about the foundation of a friendship, that's true. And it's connected. Like you have that friendship while you're dating, but you're also dating. So you understand what it is, but you have to take your time in that because we know love, lust, all that, it runs together. And you will look up in three months, you're talking about this, my boo, but you don't really know nothing about that person. Mm-hmm. So I think, exactly. yeah, you don't know nothing. And so that's when you kind of run, what you say? <laughs> I mean, you will not stick beside me. Not my man. I wouldn't know a thing. I wouldn't know a thing. So I think when you get in those situations where you have not stood on that foundation, that's when love is crazy. And if it's crazy in the beginning, it can be hard to say it's worth the fight. But I do think that love is worth the fight. I think ultimately, and this goes back to one of the episodes this season, it comes down to like trying your best. It may not always work this way, but trying your best and also finding a person that is a good fit for you. A lot of times, and I've talked about this a lot, people just are not the right fit. You're not a bad person. I'm not a bad person. But we just are not each other's person. Like mm-hmm. We met at a party. We both were drunk. We thought we was in love. In a next day we wake up we not in love like it's hard and that's cool it's okay it's cool go on i wish you well but that's love too because i love you enough to say this is it goes back to the friendship the foundation even if it is the one one night or whatever all right this i love myself enough yeah so i think we have to be able to tap into that and just recognize that love i think is worth the fight but it seems sometimes it's not worth the fight if you're with the wrong person in the wrong Mm -hmm. situation and it seems like everything is hard i think that's something people look at when everything is hard every situation you are fighting like Everything I want to say, like I have, I'm trying to fix my words wise. I know somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I know somebody that they in a situation where them and they man just always into it. Like, what the fuck are y'all are? What y'all is? It ain't that much stuff going on. Exactly. (laughs) Outside, just open. Yeah. Just, just. We all need to be into it. Like, I don't get it. So, I'm going to leave that right there. So, I'm going to say much. But, I mean, is that even love? Yeah, that motherfucker's ain't. Let me shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That's love. 
I don't think the see that's what I'm saying. I don't no, think, I don't think that's love. I think that's that's probably that's that fantasy. That's, 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 that's probably that's that that fantasy, fantasy part of that it. you have been with a person and you have fantasized this life that you want to create, and none of the variables have aligned for that life mm-hmm. to be created, but you are still holding on to this fantasy of what this situation or relationship should look like or could mm-hmm. be. That is true. That's yeah. that, because that's a real thing. You think about what it could be. You look at the potential in somebody yeah, instead yeah. of what's being presented in front of you. Yeah. No, I believe it. I just don't think love can be interpreted. What do you mean? Like, I don't think people be like, oh, but it's love to us. Like, no. Nah, like, like, love is love. Right. That's that kind of stuff is not, I think, left up to interpretation. Yeah. I think anybody doing that, they know it's fucked up. Right. And they're like they're trying to explain yeah, it. Yeah, explain it away. They're trying to prove their yeah. Life. Yeah. Yeah. Get, your, uh, get you to agree. Yeah, we're gonna fix yeah. this. Yeah. So society can look at it a certain way. But yeah, that, that's a deadly thing. The fantasy is attached to some potential. And that's not, I'm gonna dive into season four. I ain't got the time tonight. <laughs> but potential, we gonna be. Y'all know all season I had an issue with that word. Potential. But somebody has made me like see it. Like potential, I'm let me a little snippet into season four. <laughs> so potential is something I look at now that can be explained in different ways. Like I can say that, you know, um this person works at this place and they make X amount of money. And I feel like, you know, they don't make enough for me to hold on to the potential that they're gonna make more money. However, I could say that this is a person that is. Say we are in a relationship, full blown. We're doing well, but we have a hiccup. And somebody says, like, so how do you think your relationship is going with so-and-so? And I say, like, it's going well. Like, how do you think? And they say, like, well, maybe how do you think it's going to go down the road? I think that it's going well. And I think that it has the potential to blossom into marriage or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's a different context that I understand. There's more things behind it to say, like, I can stand more firmly on this potential. I'm not potentially saying he's going to become go from cashier to manager at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that we are in a in a relationship and we have the potential to go from a relationship to marriage. So okay. I think that I'm learning because I used to be like potential was just this one black and white word across the board. And it's like, yeah, but you got to add context to each situation. So I'm not going to say that I'm 100 percent a fan of the word, but yeah, I'm still not a fan of the, the Kroger cashier <laughs> becoming the manager. Good luck to you if you're out there listening. Just not for me, you know. <laughs> but the difference is between the two that you describe is the potential, like from the relationship to change from us being together to marriage. Yeah, is you know you yourself have to add to that exactly. for it to happen versus relying you relying on him to go ahead and just <laughs> take that GED class, okay, and, <laughs> and make it do what it do. Yeah, you know, like so that. that's a difference. Yeah, like relying on somebody else or what you're doing solely yourself because it's kind of like I rollerblade. I'm not the best roller later but i had the potential to be but it comes down to like me yes. putting that work in mm-hmm. versus if i had a teacher look child gossiping about over there i just know a little i just know a lot of kroger's cashiers and <laughs> managers um because there's a fast track a mit program manager in training um so i just don't offend anybody out here <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no offense to anybody. Disclaimer. I am all for 
equal opportunity potential, employers, yeah, potential, like, potential potential of y'all. Now, now security in Kroger's to managers. <laughs> That's another story. Now, now they don't turn it yet. They don't transition. All right, so moving on again. <laughs> so I want to ask you all this. This is this is another loaded question. Oh. Yeah. Before we get into the meat of the show, I just wanted to put this out there. You're gonna close the season crazy. So do you enjoy life more being with a partner or without one? And let me ask some context before y'all go. To- Everybody was making the I do understand that life is beautiful when you are single. It's being single is not a disease. I've been single for 86 years. So let's say in the past, I'm not saying I'm single present day. I want to get a disclaimer for somebody. However, I challenge you all to really think about this and answer honestly, honestly, like is life more enjoyable with or without a partner? I'm going to just say this, and this is probably not the best answer. This is probably not the best answer. <laughs> It's enjoyable when you have a partner because you're not paying for everything that you're experiencing. <laughs> and that's just you're my true. That is my truth. Yes. So, yes, yeah. I enjoy going places with the girls. I enjoy going places solo as well. But when you have a partner that you can enjoy and try new things with, it heightens the relational experience. Yeah. Um, whether they're going to be there forever or not, it yeah. feels good. Yeah, and does. you can, you know, it heightens whatever you're working towards. And it heightens your pockets to not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that too. No, I was going to, I was really leaning towards more sexual drive. because tell us when about you're, that. So. But when you're experiencing new things with a partner, that's, to me, the sexual drive is, mm. it goes up. Yeah, it does. It's like, okay, we're we're enjoying things together for the first time. Or, yeah. you know, these are new challenges or yeah. new things being presented. That's where my mind is. I agree. Going. I think when yes, you are hanging agree. out more, yeah, you are. When you're on vacation, the sex is amazing. Yeah. I ain't True. on no vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that. No, no, you're fine. You went, I'm, I'm right behind. Which you mean, right? Mm-hmm. What would y'all mm-hmm. say over here? <laughs> um, I think both. Okay, and I say that because when you're single, um, you know you're young. You're you know living by the seat of your pants. You're trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. Um, and I think when it comes to being in a relationship, you know who you are, and you know who you are giving yourself to that person. Yeah. And I think you can you can enjoy both, but it's just in different seasons. Like when you're younger or when you're learning yourself, what you like, what you don't like, whether it's mentally, physically, sexually, financially or whatever. But when you are transitioning, looking into a relationship, because let's be real, we ain't going to stay spring chickens forever. And you're going to want to have that person. Oh, this is what we need visual. 
But I think like when you get older, you do want to have that person like you can, you know, come home and talk to or go on vacations with or just, you know, just have those moments where you can just look at somebody like, oh, I really love your ugly ass. Yeah, but, right. you know, <laughs> um, and I think it's, it, it just it's a transition mm-hmm. with life, you yeah. know, different seasons of singleness can transpire into, you know, me growing as a grown woman, knowing what I want, knowing yeah. what I want in a man. Yeah. And therefore, that's who I am in a relationship. Yeah. I think when you get older, it, it leans towards that because I think I lean towards for me just life is enjoyable. Yes, as a single woman, but also partnered. But the fact of being able to, you know, I guess I want to be just very clear that I've I've done things in life as a single person, vacations, traveling, mm-hmm. you know, experiencing new restaurants, new things, new adventures. But to add another person onto that, it does add this different element that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I think long term, like you said, we we are all 21 at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when I look long term, I want a partner. I want somebody there, mm-hmm. you know, that and I think right now. Um, it's tough to say. I wouldn't say, I don't know if it's like, it's more enjoyable, but I do enjoy it, it as a different element of fun. Put it that way, because y'all know mm-hmm. I can have fun by my damn self. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I bring, and yeah. And I bring somebody on board. You know, or we have fun with our friends, love everybody the same. But when you bring an, a man on board, it adds another element of that fun. Mm-hmm. So that's like how I look at it. What do you think? Yeah. And it kind of relates to what the two of you said, because I enjoy my time with myself. Right. And, you know, because you go through the process of learning you, you know, making sure you know how to fun, have fun by, by yourself or with your friends or things like that to where a partner isn't a necessity. Right. But it's something that you desire or you want. And so I know that it would be bomb to have somebody who want to go and do stupid shit with me or, you know, do yeah, fun shit yeah. together. Or we both have these goals and we both trying to like, you know, we pushing each other to get it done. But it's not as long as it's not at a sacrifice of me still being the same peaceful, happy person I was yeah, by myself. I you know, that exactly because of this person. Absolutely. I, like I definitely yeah. only want addition and never wanted to subtract, yeah, you know, so. Yeah. That's yeah. I like that. So, Bully, what would you say? I'm gonna stick beside. I'm gonna stick beside. No, see, I'm just learning from. I'm learning from y'all because I'm a serial single person. I've always been single, so I feel like I don't know any better. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I know what works, and since I'm so logically minded, yeah, I'm like, well, this is the way it's been. It works. Mm Hmm. You know, come and just and then and 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 so I've I've gotten used to only like um dealing with men medicinally, you know. That's medicinal, yeah. For medical reasons. For medical reasons. (laughs) Mental or otherwise. (laughs) Physical or otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) I do everything medicinally and I move from love. So (laughs) so it is a fit. So I I think it makes sense when I'm listening to y'all like. I would want a partner, like, because you're not going to be no spring chicken yeah. eventually, no matter how many times I wear pigtails. And so <laughs> I, I'm thinking about that. And I'm like, man, I probably would want yeah. to have somebody. But 
I've been serially single for so long. Yeah. I'm afraid that I get bored, mm-hmm. that everybody gonna have a time limit. Like I don't, I don't and know if I all that shit might happen. Yeah, right. I don't know if I would really believe in uh, what is it, monogamy? Yeah, is that what? Is, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I would really believe in monogamy for more than a decade. I'm like, okay, your decade is over. You might move on to the next. Right. Word. I'm in the fifties now. Let's switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> different era, different genre. Yeah, switch like, it up. I'm like I don't. And so, like, I don't know. Like, it just seems like I know how it's going to end. And that's a terrible way to think. So I'm not condoning it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I know how it's going to end with me if it's just me. But, you know, sometimes the right person may make you think different. And if that's right, you know, I would love it. It would be great. But I don't. It's from my perspective now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always been presented as a liability, yeah. not as an asset. Yeah. And so... I don't want a liability. Like, I'd rather not. I'd rather, like, being lonely is better than a liability yeah. in my head right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if someone is a complete net positive asset, bring them on in. And I'm going to pray on myself and yeah. be introspective on myself that I don't get bored because I don't want to be no brat. Yeah. Yeah. But right now I am a brat because I've been single yourself, so long. But you're single, yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. I think when the right person comes along that... They'll shake, they'll roll the dice and shake shit all the way. I'm excited and I'm gonna stay beside them. So cool. So blushing for me. So when it comes to love, there are like two things, you know, for certain. And one thing for sure, you know, people show you who they are. And it's really up to us to believe them. So look at it this way when it comes to relationships. If you cannot see what they love doing, what's meaningful to them, if it doesn't connect directly to who you are now, you many times, if you're living in this fantasy world that many people live in, you will want to fix them or Mm -mm. settle. And people really want to be who they are. Like you are right now in that single space. You really want to be there. That's who you are. However, the question I pose is why do we project a fantasy of what we want onto people and then punish them for being just who they are? So why do we have this idea of love and what we want and we try to sign up for something and they don't appear to be that person and then we mad, we pissed off, we got to add to, we got all this stuff when they were just being who they were the whole time? I think it's talk. Okay, tell us more. I think... You know, when you're little and you have dolls or whatever, or you're around your mom or your aunts or whatever the case may be, they'll tell you, this is what a man's supposed to do. Mm. This is how a man's supposed to be. This is how a man's supposed to treat you. X, Y, and Z, and X, Y, and Z. And then as a kid, you build that fantasy like, oh, well... You know, my mom always told me I'm supposed to have someone tall, dark, and handsome. Mm. He's supposed to make X amount of dollars, and he's supposed to be able to do this and do that. And let's just cut the shit. (laughs) (laughs) We still, some of us are still trying to get to that point where we can say, oh, I made it. My mom made it. I made it. You know, so... Trophy husband. Right. It's an illusion that our parents or society created in Mm -hmm. our minds. And and the the fucked up part about it is that you're putting (laughs) your illusions on me when you didn't even have that illusion. Like, some of our parents, like, Divorce. Divorce. Or, <laughs> or settle. Well, your mama yeah. ain't had a nigga for 30 years. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You know, so I'm how, to get relationship how, advice. Exactly. My mama ain't never gave me. She knew she would. 
She knew what was yeah, up. She, knew, she knew her. Don't My daddy didn't worry. Don't try it. Shut up, bitch. She didn't give one person <laughs> advice. Listen, listen. listen. <laughs> no advice. But I, 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 I honestly think it's taught like we are taught to think that our man is supposed to be X, Y, and Z and one, two, and three. And then we're so built with fantasies that because he doesn't meet that criteria, we was like, ah, psh. You know, because that, also you know our parents uh, definitely in which we're trying to dra- break those generational curses of what our parents project onto us. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. If they didn't have a husband, they didn't have a man, all the things that they desired in a relationship, like what you're talking about, they try to put it on us. You need to wait until you married to do this. You mm-hmm. need to get married. You need to have a kid. You need to do this. You need to do that. Since you're trying to put every dream that go unfulfilled that you had, <laughs> but you're not in boots at six cents. Yeah, okay. on to me. You try to put it on to yeah. me, and that's just not how life works. And it's like you're right. Part of the fantasy has come from what has been projected onto us. But I think that's why we are one of the first generations to really create the reality of what it is that we want to create the life that we want, and really disregard may be a strong word, but really just separate ourselves from what it is that our parents have desired from mm-hmm. us. Because ultimately, I think they want the best for us many times. It's what they know. You know, they teach us the extent of their yeah, knowledge. You know, yeah, they only can, can go as far as what they have the capability of. But I think it's up to us to tap in to recognize, like, okay, my life may not look like that. My life may, even at this point, you know, I may be may, I may have a kid and not be married. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I may be married and not want kids i'm okay with that you know it's a lot of different things that go into it so i think when it comes to that fantasy it definitely taps into what you said of the idea of what parents society friends family whoever has tried to place in our minds but we have to be able to step aside from that and create the life that we really desire Hmm. if that makes sense yes ma'am i'm calling it crosswords between y'all too okay because See, I didn't have that influence. Nobody put projected anything on me. Mm-hmm. So I created the standard in my head okay. by myself. And then comes the discussion of, is it really a standard or are you being too high strung? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like you got fantasy, that's an illusion because somebody projected it on you. Right. And then you got fantasy of this is my standard. Because again, like coming from me being single, being from a two-parent home, I am like spoiled. Like I have very high standards. I don't feel like I need anything because I didn't have to have it. So if you come in, you got to be exactly what I want. And exactly. So like you just gave an example, like at the beginning where you was like, and so when it when it's not what you want, you leave. And see, my problem is that's in the front gate. That's in the front gate. Like I would already have my standard and it may be considered a fantasy in this situation Mm -hmm. because I have no basis of where I got this from. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. (laughs) It's it's just what I think. I have no proof that that's what it should be or what Mm -hmm. it came from. That's just what I like. And so I'm like, well, I want them to come from this family, this type of family. I want them to have this much money or whatever. Let's say that was a standard. The moment it come in, I'm not going to try to change you or expect you to be <laughs> or expect you to be um, <laughs> anything like anything else. But I am going to like want you to <laughs> I am going to you might as well get it. Yeah. <laughs> it was my prayer alarm. <laughs> but 
to pray for a man. Um, <laughs> but the song. <laughs> either way, either way, <laughs> either <Right>. way. <laughs> the, I, the fantasy. That's where the trick of the fantasy comes for me. Is that it will be my own standard, my own illusion, and then the moment I won't try to change you or be something else. But the moment you are not exactly what, what I want, I already have checked out. Mm-hmm. I'm already done with it. And so, like, I wonder, I, I mean, I'm almost posing the question to you, but like, like, where does the trick of that fantasy comes from? Like, it's not a, it's not a false fantasy from somebody else. It's, it's just a false. It's some shit you've created in your mind. But I think that all, it's your experience. Yeah. But I think mm-hmm. that you have to train the same way you have been, you have that mindset. You have to now train yourself to recognize that people are going to fuck up and people mm-hmm. is not going to look exactly like you want it to look all the time. Now, mind you, is levels to it. It's certain shit mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, I need to exit stage left. Mm-hmm. But it's certain things where it's like, if you're not doing what I want or I feel like uh, something may be off, I have to evaluate what that is and then recognize like, um, this is worth staying in. This person has given me enough where I can recognize. So I think the same way your mind has been trained and your experiences for you to feel like, oh, I'm about to leave. I think on the same hand, you have to recognize what's going on and realize like, is, is this worth staying like you gotta talk yourself off that ledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, I, like, mm. I mean, you sound right. <laughs> <laughs> you sound right. Oh, what would you say, Nikki? Hmm. The fantasy. Why do we sit in this fantasy? I think a lot of us, like you say, it's it's a cross between lack and um comparison. Okay. So like like you said, a lot of it comes from, okay, I didn't have this growing up or I didn't see this growing up. And so I feel I deserve Mm -hmm. what I didn't get growing up. Like for me, I didn't grow up in a two parent household. So I could have the fantasy. That's not me. I could have the fantasy that I have to be married to someone and I have to have these children. And this person has to be this ultimate provider and all that stuff, that whole package. Because we tend to want the opposite of what we didn't get. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you can also have a comparison one. And so you can see your friends and see the type of men that they're either attracting or that they choose to be in relationships with. And that can be what you choose as your own standard, but that probably is not something that works for you. Yeah. And so again, it's fantasy. And then you, then you in turn project it on people, but you have to still remember that they're still people and we naturally are not perfect. Yeah. And so you have this whole illusion of everything I think I want and I deserve. And then you put it on a person who is absolutely imperfect and they don't know what the hell you got going on in here. (laughs) Yeah. They'll yeah. know that you mm-hmm. uh, essentially, damn, you're crazy because, <laughs> you know, like, right. what, well, what did you expect when you met me? Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I want you to be you, you yeah. know, that would be me. That would be my, uh, my way of going about it. But some people don't come from that route. They think that yeah, they should conform to whatever it is that I say I want. I told you I wanted this. You need to do this. Um, instead of saying that that person is this, they can't give that. Okay, cool. Is that important? Yes or no? If it is, then I mean, move around. But yeah, you know, but it, it, I think a lot of it does come from things that we feel like we missed out on, and then things that we don't want to miss out on mm-hmm. because we're seeing other people have it. That balance, things that we feel like we missed out on, and things we don't want to miss mm-hmm. out on. So almost like being in a situation where I didn't experience a two parent household, I want to have that, but also. I still want to have the autonomy of if I don't want to be in a marriage mm-hmm. and have a kid, you know. 
you got to figure out what that looks like. But I think ultimately yeah. it's a lot of things that are projected onto us that cause us to have these fantasies from things we talked about earlier. But as Bully said, you had to be able to, you know, you create your own idea of what you want and then you kind of go from there. And so, you learn that that idea may not even be the one that worked for you. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what anybody says. So let's talk about this. I'll think about this. There are things that I think we need as a society, people in general, we need to pay more attention to in the early stages of getting to know someone. And I think we don't pay enough attention to. And it can cause us to like hang on to this fantasy over the reality of the situation much longer than we should have. So I'm going to throw this out here. Think about these things, ladies, when answering these questions, because these are things that I've thought about, and that's why they've come up today, that I think sometimes <laughs> we don't absolutely think about all the way. So what when you think about a partner, potential partner, somebody you're dating, what is their daily routine? How do they spend their time? What do they spend their money on? How do they organize their life? What do they affirm? What do they converse about most? What are their goals? What are they learning about? This is who they are. When you think about those things, can what they are dedicated to help you fulfill what you are dedicated to in the majority of ways? Like, how can it work out in your life? So I'm going to put that bug in your ear, even for the listeners. Think about, you know, all those things lined up. Does that person so far, do they align with the life that you have going on? So now I'm going to ask you all, do you all think that in reality, we really take a holistic look at these things before diving into a relationship. What has been your experience with that? And Tiffany is shaking her head. No, it's a hard no. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were saying it, I'm thinking like, damn, you ain't think about nothing. You can go all this shit with these things. Yeah. 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 I'm about to die. Yeah. And stick beside him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think like when you in a in a fresh relationship, it ain't on your mind. Mm-hmm. Like, as don't get me wrong. Now, when you get in your 30s, you be like, shit, I'm gonna need somebody that you know he can talk about some budgeting, you know, the XYZ. Basic level stuff though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You we know, deeper. Right. Yeah, you know, but you young, you ain't nobody thinking about that. Like, shit, nigga got them gray sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> she got them Nike slacks. <laughs> <laughs> about that and like like I said it's all in a transition like when you're young you're you know you you're not thinking about that but when you get older and you're starting to want more and invest more and things like that yeah you do want to think about like but do we really I'm <laughs> I do do it. no we So when you see a person, and I'm going to speak candidly, unfortunately. Mm. Um, when you think about, okay, <laughs> sorry, so we talked sorry. about, right. so sorry, not sorry. Right. Look, so stuff you spend your money on, right. how your life is organized. Mm-hmm. What do they converse about the most? What are goals? What are you learning about? So I'm going to go through this. So I, I dealt with a person mm. that doesn't exist to me anymore. Mm. Um, 
It was certain things that they I was watching. They were spending their money on. I'm like, I, I don't think that's wise. Like, I wouldn't spend my money on that. I'm not going to say what it was, but I was say, like, no, I'm not. Because oh, you, you don't know, know who it is. It was like, it was something I'm like, that's like, you know, we all got our vices that we spend money right. on. But it's like, when you spend like a lot of money on certain shit, it's like, yeah. it's questionable. Mm-hmm. That ain't it. Then it was like certain things, how they organize their life. It was, it was chaos. I saw certain shit. And I'm a Virgo, mind you. I'm a different level of organization. But it was just certain shit that I was seeing. Like, yeah, they just like all over the place. And they too old for that. You know, mm-hmm. they, too, they too grown. They they claim, because age ain't number to know. Uh, yeah. They mm-hmm. claim to be too mature for that. Then, you know, it was like, what do they converse about? Shit, they would talk about them. I, I would have these conversations, but I would literally be sitting there like, this what you're talking about. <laughs> You're in the midst of a conversation. You're like, I'm not enjoying this. Like, no, I don't think it. like when you I ask stuff like that, it's, 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 it's <laughs> age right because like when you twenty something, you be like. And I ain't talking about no 20 something. We all mm-hmm. 30 plus. Yeah. Well, yeah but, like like now, but like now, yeah, we gonna think about stuff like that. Like, and the demographic that listens to this podcast is like 35 to 40. So I'm all like, y'all niggas that's listening. Right. I don't want to talk about this, this bullshit. You, like, <laughs> and then, like I say, some of the final straw, it was during like the election time before Trump left uh, office. And this is the person that kind of like started to feel like they stood on the side of Trump. I was like, because you're a fucking narcissist like he is. Mm. I'm like because you are you can trust no black man is just standing ten toes for any white man but anyway why is you standing ten toes for any white man so Linda (laughs) so that is why when I say do we holistically think about the shit no like but mind you the fantasy in the moment it was moments. Imagine it's like this ain't all happening one day. But right. it was just things where every time I'm like, I'm looking. I, that's flags. why this is why we need the visual. Flags. See, actually, yeah. I it was an orange red. I'm looking like that this ain't the flag fucking football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it, it's funny you said that because like we'll see it as red flags and be like. Um, I, um, because you, know. you want to try to make sense. Yeah, yeah. So I'm asking a question. So I know I've admitted all that stuff. Like I wasn't taking a holistic look at it because I was in a position where I was like settling, compromising with the bullshit. And that was going to be my response. Like if we're we as a woman, us ourselves are not ready to have these conversations with ourselves. How can we expect something from the other person? Right. So it doesn't come with age because. I just feel most men do mature slow, slower than women, mm-hmm. and that's a slow okay. somewhere. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> on Wikipedia, probably, probably, <laughs> probably, 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 somewhere on Wikipedia or Google, or like, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Really but I think it, it it really boils down to us as women how we're going to carry ourselves and what we're going to accept in a relationship. Because yeah. I know, like like you said, personally, some experiences that I've had with dating certain individuals, I knew going in, like here. We ain't got nothing. We ain't got nothing in common. But I'm trying to make it work. I'm like, I'm gonna find something. Like we talk. They got you. Something's got to come of this. I'm not just gonna wait. I'm not just wait. Like something. Like give me something. Like it was a hobby. You know, it became a hobby. But I gotta ask both of y'all. In those situations where y'all seen the red flags, y'all didn't having y'all had it. Y'all didn't already confirm that it was a temporary situation. Yeah, I checked out. 
you do check it. Right, okay. So that's where I was confused because no. I stayed like, so imagine this was like a pandemic situation. I was, <laughs> it was one of those pandemic hobbies. I was I'm just like, in my mind, I checked out. I literally was on Google. Like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, I checked out. I realized like, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. I know this ain't my person. I know this ain't forever. I'm here. I'm enjoying some of the moments. But I gotta get the fuck out of here. I stayed mm-hmm. long past my welcome. Mm-hmm. Like I knew. What about you? Did you know? Yeah, I knew. But the shit still hurts when you when it ends. Like damn. Yeah, that's why I, I can't believe I shed a tear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I was. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> did the man hurt you, or did the wasted time hurt you? The wasted, oh, wasted time. time. Oh, yeah, it was the principal. It probably is because he probably knew. This yeah, ain't going nowhere. No friend because she wasted her damn time. Because that's what I got. Some friends, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm see it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like wasting my time, but that's why I'm not going to see you as a potential. That's what I, I. I do think of those things so much so that it's paralyzing. Mm-hmm. That I want that's a gift. No, but no, that's a lot of but y'all ought to have fun. Yeah, and yeah. I ain't had that type of fun. Yeah. And I want to have that type of fun. But it's like when you, you want to have the waste of time type of fun. No, 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 <laughs> I don't. No, <laughs> don't waste my time. At least be exactly who you're supposed no, to be. Even if you were, uh, you know, a dick doctor or whatever. That part. Like, you got to be who you're going to be. But I feel like y'all done had, like, you do need those experiences because I feel like because I haven't been uh, with no relationship that it's almost like if you go your whole life without breaking a bone and then you break one when you're 50, you can't heal. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You can't heal. Like, you don't even know how to break a bone no more. It's going to be, you probably just going to have a, a, a limp <laughs> at that point. And that's how I feel. Like, oh, I'm, I'm being so long without it that I feel like I can't mess up or if you get it it's because gonna be or it's going to be like devastating like I'm right. not going to recover because I'm so I do think of those things to where I'm like nope you you're not mine you're not mine you temporary so yeah. I'm like I'm I'm already checked out at the beginning at the beginning that's like, at the beginning yeah, it's, it's the other extreme pre pre post is that part so I'm going to ask you the opposite so tell me like what has been y'all like if we haven't looked at it holistically like tell me what's been y'all's experience with that I've told my horror story <laughs> this is a safe place God is watching <laughs> My God is watching. I know for me, um, more look the more recently, um, it's been because it was the fact of it had been a long span to where I was just in my single shit, and then this relationship Mm. dropped in my lap pretty much, and it it, and it was cool at the beginning because it's like yeah, it's been a minute, and you know, and the funny thing is, I wasn't even looking for the bullshit, so I'm like, okay, it's fun. We kicking it. You know, but, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you know, that's what trips me up a lot. Cause like a lot of good they say in the Bible, a lot of good things happen when you know, <laughs> exactly. the Bible. That that was, no, the Bible does not say that. The Bible said it. The Bible said Wikipedia said it. No, this is the Bible now. Look now. Let's get my gangster self in here. No. The Bible does not it was say Wikipedia. that. but but people have said that they said things come when you least expect it and i was like i was like enjoying my shit and then that happened and i kind of 
let it like evolve on its own. But because I wasn't paying as much attention during the evolution, I also wasn't paying as much attention to the bullshit. So I'm like, so I see what you, you have, you are stuck to only your routine. That's the thing. Like, fuck what your routine is. You don't give a fuck about nobody else's but yours. Yeah, yeah. So I have this routine. I get up. I go to work. I get off work. I go home. I chill. I go to the gym. I when I get out the gym, home. I'm I'm at, I'm either watching watching a game or I'm outside, you know, hanging with, you know, my niggas and some shit like that. And it's, it's hard. It's a hard routine. Yeah. And then at this time of the year, I go here. I'm with my family here. I'm with these people here. And I'm like, yeah, well, bitch, for me, nigga. why am I here? Right, right. Like, what's the point? And I'm like, uh, but then me. Yeah, rude. It's rude as fuck because it's like, I also have a motherfucking routine. And so when I started talking to you, I let you infiltrate that bitch. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I had to be okay with it, but you can't be okay with making those small accommodations. And so, exactly. And so it's like, so that for me was the whole, I wasn't. It, it was just not, I wasn't paying attention to those things at first. Yeah. And then I finally sat down and saw that shit line. I was like, bitch, the fuck? That nigga ain't got no time for you. Fuck him. You but know, I always yeah. want you to make time for him. That absolutely is correct. And so then when you have the conversations, then the conversation, then you start thinking about the conversations because I could label him as, I'm going to just give him the label as it's absolutely selfish. Yeah. So mm. anything that does not fall in line to whatever he feels that he wants to do and yeah. what his view of things are at that time, wasn't popping yeah or it could be seen as you tripping or it's a complaint bitch no. like all i want is some one you know i hate repetition yes. don't yeah. want to yeah. repeat shit yeah so if i have to ask you something that's once. simplistic one more than once i give up my fucks go out the window yeah, yeah. so it's like all they had so, to. yeah and so then when you get into the point of you know when you see people that only want to move and how they move but yet you wanted me here yeah, I didn't go looking for you. You asked for me. You asked for this. You, you, this. you, you came to me. You wanted me, and so it's like I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. You but know, you, but you know what? I have issues with that. And my with myself, mm-hmm. the coming into my routine or coming right. into my day because I have control issues. Mm-hmm. But a lot What's of my. Son? A Gemini. Okay, same, same. He's the same. Yeah, it makes sense. I say that because. A lot of my control comes from fear. Mm. So when I don't have control of the situation, I cannot conduct myself in a manner where I feel like I'm in, I I can manage all of this. And when I cannot manage my emotions or my response, then I have a problem. Mm -hmm. And I say that to say, if you're not lining up on my schedule, Mm -hmm. okay, we ain't got to do this. Yeah. But I'm not going to, like you said, he got hit. He do what he's going to do. He's going to show up when he's going to show up. Let me fall back. Yeah. And that's what I do. Yeah, let me just fall yeah, back. But, it, but it, sometimes it comes, it happens as a as a fault mm-hmm. because then I'm not opening myself up to say, okay, maybe this is something that I need to address. Mm-hmm. But that control, that anxiety, all those emotions just yeah. begin to bubble up because my past experience has shown me he gonna shit on you regardless. Mm-hmm. So yeah. why am I trusting this individual? Yeah. So that's, that, that's why I say... I got, I get them. Uh-huh. Like, but the thing about it is you recognize. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Now. that, But that's not. Maybe he does now. He is. Maybe. Have you talked to him? Yes. Uh-oh. Actually, <laughs> because he, because, because I, because I removed myself. Okay. So he wants to reach out. And then gotcha. that's where you have that, oh, well, you know, you don't talk to me. Because I said, I told you. And I'm, I got to the point where I start to verbalize. When you have time, mm-hmm. when it's convenient we for you. We don't like that. Yeah, he's a Gemini. Then you can reach out to me. And, I'm, and I stand firm on, because I had to get to the point where I stopped trying to do all the 
the accommodating and I had to be good because it was interrupting my peace. Yeah. And so now that I'm cool, I'm like, I don't even think to reach out to you. I was like, but if you got a minute, you know, you want to reach out, I'm not going to not answer the phone. Right. You know, that's me. I'm not going to be that because I'm never that type right. of person. But I can only respect that. Yeah. But if I feel like I'm not going to force myself to fit yeah, into something okay. that does not allow me to fit into it. Mm-hmm. And if you want me to be there, you will. And if you don't, then it's cool. So and I'm aware. So it's like my life would be like, uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you I, I, I just be not, like, uh, I'm just moving around. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. So like on the flip side, you start thinking about it after, like when yeah. you started missing, I was like, damn, gonna save myself fucking a, a whole, whole lot. lot of time those are things we you have know? to think about so you know do you all think that when we are guilty of ignoring those items or like not thinking about them do you think it's because we just are wanting to compromise or we want to just settle like what do y'all think that comes from i think we'd be exhausted <laughs> come on exhausted yeah. i thought i was gonna yell <laughs> i think ah. and, and it was gonna reach i think we are exhausted okay i think we already know as women, as women at least, we already are capable of everything. We're more capable than men. Yeah. We're so like, but we want men. Mm-hmm. We don't need men. Yeah. We want them. Yeah. And so a lot of times we're not moving from love or from um ease. Yeah. We're we're moving from exhaustion mm. because you know we're like whatever. I just need a hug, or I just need <laughs> yeah, yeah. some dick. I just need <laughs> yeah. you to pretend to protect me in these streets. Like I just need you to just stand in front of me sometimes and just yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like I just need you to literally just be the very bare minimum yeah. of what a man is because we have already like just from like the whole women mature faster than men like that's been used as an excuse it is like and so like now it's on our shoulders to just be this person that's in charge of immaturity and all of this other stuff so we got to take care of grown people yeah we're exhausted Mm, we got to take care of the world we exhausted we got to take care of the other races we exhausted we gotta Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying we do a lot yeah, we take care of ourselves and stuff like that. So anything, and so really, nine times out of ten, again, we want men, and we just really want men to be the relief. Yeah, deep yeah. down, to be the love and the relief. Mm-hmm. And when that, when the world makes it seem like that's asking a lot. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they make because it's really like people are like you want too much. Really, all we want is love and relief. <laughs> <laughs> that's really all, it. Really can be like it can be. But like boiled down to two things, love and relief. You get security and safety and all that inside of those two words. Yeah. It's like love and relief. Yeah. And the world make it gaslights us. That's one of your episodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gaslights us into thinking that's crazy. Yeah. You got too much. That is too much much dip on your chip. in the world to be kings like no just give me love and relief and so we have to do with the mental frustration of being talked to like we crazy yeah Mm -hmm. for wanting that yeah you know you know know what just come on big dick nigga with no car come on come on come on of course just come on fuck it like uh, (laughs) you ain't shit but damn it 
you are a man. So let's just <laughs> know you answered the phone. Right. Yeah. 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 Just, available right now. Yeah, you available right now. Right now. You just I mean, how many times that I don't know how many times y'all done did it, but I done did that a couple of times. Just like look, whoever answered my call first is gonna be the one yeah, to get it. So good. like this time, like yeah. hold on, I'm gonna give you Three of y'all. Because you know what you're <laughs> in that moment. So it's like, okay, I'm going to call this one, this one. Whoever answer first. That's y'all going to decide for me. Yeah. Y'all going to decide like, for me. Let like, fate. Mm-hmm. God, tell me which man I'm a fuck. Then I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, God. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, because I do. I'll be like, you pick for me. And he don't want none of them. But he be like, you know what? Let me just let faith. Because you're going to let me get you some some stupidness. In your life, because that's clearly what you want right now. So that's and clearly. And then just be in the bed, just upset, just like, oh, here I go again. Feeling bad. <laughs> here I go you again. Feel bad for about two seconds. Yeah, because we have pre-nut clarity. They have post-nut clarity. <laughs> we have pre-nut clarity. <laughs> At the end, you gotta go. Right. No. They yeah. We trying to stick around. Like, oh, okay, we good. No, no, no. You gotta oh, go. Thank you for your service. Yeah. We've already decided this has already been what too they long. We got pretty no clarity. Like, you know what? This is already oh, taking too long. This is so outside of that. Like, I think in those situations it's ideal, but I think we do sometimes still compromise, unfortunately. We do. We do. Right? But we know, move so from exhaustion. That's comp- so we move from exhaustion, but outside of that, do we does it happen because we don't want to be alone or because it we does. think that compromise? is the total sacrifice of ourselves and it's what we're supposed to do quote unquote I think mm, mm. Uh, sacrifice comes love. love okay yeah you do what you do. there's no love without sacrifice okay. but that don't mean you sacrifice yourself because then who who's the love yeah mm. but I thought we already established that Love is not sacrificing. No, I think you have to have love with sacrifice. Like you gotta sacrifice something. They don't necessarily mean like sacrifice something bad. Like you may have to sacrifice your selfish ways. You may have to sacrifice your flesh. Or you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta sacrifice something, but yeah. it's a rightful so yeah. yeah, it's a rightful sacrifice. But you can't because I'm saying love is not just exclusively in a, a male, female, or whatever romantic relationship. Yeah. Like for your kids, if you love your kids, you're gonna have to sacrifice being nice to not spare the ride because of love you know what i'm saying there's love is sacrifice in some sense but that don't mean you deplete Mm -hmm. right or that you just you know just give yourself completely because then what is left in that situation so yeah yeah i mean i think we still do compromise and it's again it's like when you wrap it back around to like the fantasy it's like the thought of I like you say you don't want to be alone, or you feel like at this point in life I should be with somebody. Right? Who is available right now? <laughs> like, who came into my life at this point where I'm at the point where I'm feeling like I should be married or I should be a a, a parent, you know, and not co-parenting or that other situations. But um, I think a lot of it does come from us feeling that we should be at a certain place at a certain time, and that's where you start easing up on the shit you know means something to you you know all the important factors that falls into what your expectations are in your relationships and it's because you feel like you're chasing something or i'm running out of time and all that other jazz but mm, i feel like we still do end up shooting ourselves and wasting time because we we do that we we're chasing things and we're operating on that thing and then we end up divorced 
then mm-hmm. you still going to do that shit 10 years later when you finally get it. You ain't learn nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's like we still end up suffering. I don't know where to describe that. We still end up <laughs> suffering in the moments because you chose to act out of haste because you felt like you're having to chase things, you know, yeah. or lust. Or lust. Mm-hmm. And lust is a fantasy. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's fantasy like, of love. You're, in a lo- <laughs> you, you're trying to fit a lust piece in a love puzzle. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, mm. and they are two different. different. Absolutely. Don't different. get your L's mixed up. Because <laughs> no. right. two of them result in losses. Yeah. yeah. So don't get your two L's mixed up. Don't get your L's mixed up. Yeah. You got like, you got lust, and you got love. Yeah. Two of them result in a loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you ain't careful. So you, you got to, you can't. Most people think words are synonyms and they not. No. 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 They not. They no. not. No. She's no. not lust in love. Or like. Or like. Or like. Because you can like somebody you don't love. Absolutely. And you can love somebody you don't no like. Life. I don't like mm-hmm. my family. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm probably going to do the same with my husband because he soon will be my family. So <laughs> I'm not going to like you every day. I don't not like okay. you, but I love you. <laughs> because in that, go back to sacrifice. Yeah. There's going to yeah. be times I don't like you. So to love you means I have to sacrifice the fact that I honestly don't like you right yeah. now, but I'm yeah. still going to move in your best interest, yeah. mm-hmm. which is what love is. Yeah. Love is, bottom line, moving in that person's best total interest. Yeah. Or, you know, trying to move in that best interest, whether that includes you, whether that, whatever, moving in that person's best interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't move in that best and you're not having, you don't have love. And both people, in order for that to work, both people have to be moving from love. Absolutely. Yeah. Both people have to move. Absolutely. Because I can also say that is loyalty. That too. Mm-hmm. And I have no attachment because there is no love, but it's mm-hmm. just how I conduct myself and how I'm going to handle myself. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just loyal to you, and I'm loyal to people, and I have I hold myself to a certain standard. Right? You must be a May Gemini. I am. I knew it. I knew it. Next question. <laughs> no, I'm not. It no makes a difference. I'm a May baby. It, it does make well, a difference. Taurus. I'm a Taurus too. That's why I knew. Because I was like, you close to us. Yeah. You close to us. You, you care about loyalty. You not yeah. like super no. two faced it like yeah. a June. Close, but not close enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not close enough. She missed it, but she's not one of them two-faced June Geminis. No, I don't know any June Geminis. Because they crazy. Hard. They hard. <laughs> Y'all are all made Geminis. Yeah. yeah. It's a different story. So mm. on that note, we'll be right back with the Living Single segment. And we're back. So we are back for part two of fantasy versus reality in regards to this episode. And I want to get right into it, ladies. So I know we've been asking a lot of loaded questions, Joy. So I'm going to this question. So I had a conversation with somebody earlier today about this, and I feel like it was a really good question to pose to you guys because, like earlier, we've been bringing some deep-seated things to the, to the forefront, and that's the whole purpose of this finale, to make people think a little bit and hold them over until season four. So when it comes to the fantasy versus reality, research says that a partner will never meet all of your needs, and research says you should not want them to. On the surface, this may sound kind of crazy, but I want y'all to tell me what is your interpretation of this? And let's do it in two parts. So let's start out first. Tell me, what does it mean to you when you hear 
your partner will never meet all of your needs. 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. So I'm not getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's part. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They only yeah. gonna be 80%, and then the other 20%, you just gotta I'm a mom. Oh my own. I mean, because realistically, all of our expectations probably aren't realistic. Mm. So it's like, like you're gonna there ain't one real expectation you got that you think. I mean, because somebody's not gonna be consistent no, with something. Directly, all the time. Me? Do I have unrealistic? Name ones? one thing mm. that you think that you may ask of a partner that is not realistic. Real, real question. Yeah. Mm. Does anybody have one? Mm. I don't. I don't see what she came up with. Y'all yeah. have nothing that y'all I mean, may ask a partner that's unrealistic. Yeah. Anything I'm asking of you, I know I could do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, I don't have nothing that's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I want them to be white men. I want them to sometimes be white men wealthy. Like Rockefeller wealthy. That's unrealistic, but I'm trying to build a legacy. (laughs) So that may be unrealistic. You can attain yourself. True. But that's outside. Like, So I see what you're saying, but something that may be closer to heart. Something that you may ask for, so y'all don't feel like I have any unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not what I, I have. have. My thing is this: if you feel like you don't have anything that may be unrealistic, why can't your partner meet every need you have? I mean, I guess it depends on the the point in life that you you get this partner, because the expectations you may have may not fit in what where they're at in life versus where you when you want them to have it. So, so think about where you work. are in life right now. So mm-hmm. everybody thinks about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh my God, that's why I'm single. <laughs> what is the question? So, right now. So think about where right What now. does it mean to you that your partner may not meet all of your needs? Because I think about it in a sense of like, and this is a conversation I had earlier with my partner that um, he may not always be available when I need him, I think he doesn't want to be, but he may not always be available. True. Um, he may not always be able to like comfort me or show up when I want him to be. He won't always have all the answers to whatever questions I'm asking. And I think for me, I initially was like, what the fuck that mean? You won't be able to meet all my needs. Like that was what I said to him. Like, I don't, mm, I don't agree with this shit. And so that it was like for him to like bring it home. Like, okay, like this is like, this is what it means. Like, like Shana, like if I could be there a hundred percent, I would. But it's certain times in life where like yeah, logistically, so whatever yeah. situation, like I just cannot be there. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. But I think that when you have a partner that is like very uh, fulfilling in a way, like most ways, most times, like he's like a person that most times like I can count. Like, you know, like I've seen like you see movies and you like and a person's going through something. And they're like, where is my husband? Mm-hmm. You know, and I can see myself being like, where is so and so? Because like he solves everything. But it's like certain times in life, like he just ain't going to be there. Like. And I think, okay, so the, the men that I have recently been attracted to... They definitely won't be there. They're not available. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not available because of whatever their work entails. Maybe yeah. it's they travel a lot or maybe it's they work non-traditional hours. I get that. Yeah. But I think if you make the effort, okay, we can figure it out. I'm not saying my crisis is going to align with your availability. No, tell us this story, Joy. I remember about, you would tell me about this. <laughs> the person you were going out of town, I think you had lost your keys or something happened. And the person was like, 
well, just call me once you figure it out. Yeah, like that's a rental car. Yeah. So, yeah. so what happened was my car, I was headed to home. I was driving home. <clears throat> I was driving home. This really bugged the shit out of me, but this is a quarantine hobby. So I forgive him because that was, <laughs> my, that was my bad. Like I shouldn't have let it get to that point. Yeah. So I was going to drive home to Chicago. Somebody had broken to my car. And I'm like, fuck, like I and I needed to be home that day for for an event. And like I'm scrambling, you know, you're frantic. Like yeah. somebody broke into my car. This is messing up. It was a Saturday, and I was gonna get on the road a little bit later. So at that point, when I saw my window was broken, a lot of the car shops couldn't get to the um warehouse to get the window that I needed, blase, blase. I called this man, granted, he did not <laughs> does not live in Tennessee, he lives out of state. <laughs> But he's like, okay, well, call me when you get that figured out. Mm. And I was like, Mm-mm. well, I'm not calling oh, you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, if you're not going to help me figure this out in the moment, and I'm not saying he was busy. He just didn't know how to handle things because I believe, in my belief, his mother or his sister has always handled things for him. Okay. So okay. for me to come mm-hmm. to him, my expectation was, hey, babe, let me help you find a warehouse and let me help you find somebody to fix your window or let's find a rental in the area that you can get on the road because I know you need to be home at a certain time. Yeah. None of that. Not only that, and this is probably airing it out of who it is. Nigga, you work for the airlines. Put me on a fucking flight so I can get home. This is nothing to you because you've done it in the past. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your past has shown you have access to these resources that I need. And in this moment when I need it, you are not available. Yeah. So I was fucked up after that because I was like, well, this ain't got to be. And I think at that point, I couldn't unsee that or un- unexperience that or however you say it. <laughs> so I couldn't see him the I same. Could, yeah, I could unsee it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 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 that should I be the first solution. Yeah. That should be the first solution. And I was mm. mad. And he, like, mm. afterwards, we talked about it. Once I got to my, got home and got to Chicago, we talked about it. But he didn't see anything wrong with that because mm. he was like, well, I'm not there. Well, I'm calling you. I'm 33, 34 years old. I didn't already call my mom and my dad. Yeah. They're not here. They're not present. So I'm calling the next best thing right, on my list. Right, right, right. Like if I could have called God, I would have called God. <laughs> like, you know, call him on the main line. Tell me what Shut I up, need. Girl. Tell me they what I need to do. Phone. But he was like, well, just call me back when you figure it out. That's the worst thing a man could ever say. That fucked me up. Horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. It was. And and like I said, at the end of the day, I knew what he was capable of doing because he has handled a situation (laughs) in the past because I could get on a flight and go where I need to go. I needed to be at home at a certain time. So it pushed me back a whole day. Mm. I was mad. Yeah, I forgot about that situation. Yeah, I was mad. (laughs) I never forgot. You told me that shit. I'm like, I never forgot. I'm not calling you for nothing. Dad, I know what my dad is capable of doing. I know what my mother is capable of doing. But they both know that I'm dating you. And, and, and they're 
parents, booing parents, we make you feel so bad for that. It's lame, niggas. My dad was like, well, did you call so-and-so? I was like, mm, okay. Oh, I be so embarrassed. They be like, you ain't got no man friends. All of them friends you got, they got to I don't. He was that. He was that person. You're like, where is JR? I'd be like, so that's embarrassed. why I'm bringing people home. <laughs> JR died. Like the expectation today. is just like, well, he should do it. And I get it. Yeah. I could have handled it, but I'm leaning into the person that I'm dating at that mm. time to help me work through a situation that you have managed to ha- to help or aid in my need. So of you crisis. know what it means for a partner to not fulfill all you need. Yeah, I've, I've learned that several times. So, yeah. <laughs> Tiffany, <laughs> what does it mean to you? When you hear a partner will never meet all of your needs, like is that like a good thing, bad thing? Like, What do you think? Because initially, I thought it was a bad thing until, like, he pointed it out to me, like, what it looked like. Because I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you never gonna be able to need, be what I need? Like, what this what this look like? Um, I don't think it's a bad thing. And it's just to go back off what Keisha was saying, like, it just depends on where you are in life. They may okay. not be where you, where you need them to be okay in life um yeah what's been your experience with that have you encountered that hell no nah, because i ain't got time <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i am solo dolo um when the lord said huh i'm tired of you hoeing here go your man i'm gonna speak beside <laughs> that my partner will not be capable of everything because yeah. we're all human. We're all going to yeah. make mistakes and stuff like that. But what Joy said, if you are able to try. Yeah. Assist. You yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Put some effort. Put some effort. Yeah. Like, right. Don't have me out here yeah. looking stupid by myself. Like, but just for context, what, I, what I've experienced as men like holding down their family. My grandfather, my paternal grandfather built the house that he's currently living in. My maternal grandma, grandfather, male dominance, has taken care of all the family. So when I come from situate, when I come into situations, I have that mentality. Right. My father is male dominant. Granted, we didn't grow up, you know, with a two-parent household, but he took care of his business. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I never went without, but when I come across you know, lackluster men, and I recognize where I am, you attract who you are in those spaces, in those moments. But it's just like, well, damn, like, you can't do this? Like, that that don't make sense (laughs) to me. But even if you can't do it, it's just a sense of support that you Mm want to feel. Right. Even if you can't, like, even if you don't know warehouses and other things, you know, you can ask questions. You Mm -hmm. can try to be interested. Yeah. You right. can try to make a couple of phone calls for me. You can right. try to do something to help. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I've been in a situation. I not that situation where he did not come through. It's a situation where he did come through and somebody had to take the fucking rental car back. You know, <laughs> you know, take it into I, you know, I was at home <laughs> and I had got a rental car and the rental car was like new. It was like a 2020 rental car and I was on some drunk shit and I was out with my friends and I backed into a, um one of the things that they latched the boat on. Oh no! Ah, so I got the two. Yeah, no, it, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I hit it. Yeah, the hitch. Okay. 
And so I backed into that in this new ass car. And I was like, look, I just hear something funny. And my best friend, you know, she laughed like, damn it. <laughs> get out the car. I'm like, bitch, it's a hole in the car. <laughs> I'm like, it's a hole in the car. She like, hell no. So we get out. We like, damn, it's a hole really in the car. So I'm calling her like, I'm drunk. Like, for real. So this what happened. Yeah, all the way here, Tennessee. I'm in fucking Chicago. I'm yeah. at home. Yeah. Switching room. Fucked up and, shit and, and, and shit going on. And so I'm like scared. I'm like, damn, okay, can I take the car back? So y'all gave me the car with the whole thing. It was like this when I got it. Right. We sat there all night drunk, thinking of every excuse we could think of. So I'm calling them like, this what happened. You fucking drunk. No, I told you about doing this. That. Okay, yeah, thank you. But can you like do something to help? <laughs> so I'm still drunk. Six o'clock in the morning. He's like, okay, take the car here, get it fixed. This is what to tell them. And you know, when it's done, you take that fucking rental car back. <laughs> yeah. And then when you go back to Chicago, you're gonna have people pick you up for now on. <laughs> you're not driving no fucking right. Uber yeah. rash, and you're gonna do something. Yeah. So the, the car got fixed. And you, but he was are like, you dating him right but, now? Yeah, like, yeah, we are. I like that. I like how he put me. But he was like, um, tell him to tell don't t- don't like register the car as an accident. Right. Like, yeah. this, this is what you don't do. Yeah. yeah. And so the dude, he was like, Well, I can give it to you. So he's like, No, we need it today. We're yeah. gonna pay whatever. And yeah. we, you know, she gotta take this back. I she gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. the car got to it looked brand new. I called my mom, my dad had saw it. Because mm-hmm. I was staying with my parents, my dad had saw it. He already had called my mom. So I called my mom. And you come, she like, I already know you had an accident. So I'm, have, I'm like, okay, well, cool. So we passed all that. Come get me. Come pick me up because right. I got to leave the car there. The man said I can't stay here. But the car looked brand new. And um, yeah, I took it back to the airport. And then you know, I was on punishment for the rest of the trip. You know what? But give me that time. My mom like, can you want me to drop you off somewhere else? Right. I she heard what that. she said. She what? She stood beside him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it back. Yeah, she took, she took yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. I, wanted yeah. to, I wanted to take it back. That shit fucked me up. Yeah. I don't want to try to <laughs> If it was my car, I'm like, fuck it. I got to hold it. Right, right. We did not get that. 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 I had this had a hole in it. We did not get Yeah. Car. So uh, <laughs> brand new. So Tim, so we talked about on the first half, you know, a part of not meeting your needs. He definitely met your needs and take care of that. <laughs> but the part about and you should not want him to. What does that mean? You should not want somebody to take care of your needs. It gives me like mm. when I think of something mm-hmm. like not yeah. wanting to, I think of mm-hmm. like when somebody meets your need or meet every expectation, like he start giving you granddad advice. Like it'll be boring. Yeah. Y'all don't never have any spice or anything to talk about. I think arguing or having communication like that, it's like a form of expression. Yeah. I always want to learn something about you. I always want you to learn something about me because growth isn't inevitable. Mm-hmm. People change, people grow, and people yeah. have people go through transitional periods in their life where yeah. they experience new things or meet new people or yeah. learn new stuff. Life is about learning and yeah. living and growing. So when somebody meets every need, 
you fake, you catfish, and I don't know the catfish. Or the fact that you know that you can control them. Right. Yeah. It would be a control thing for me. Yeah, yeah. and if if I know I can, if I know I can control you, who don't want that? Is mm-hmm. that no, I want I mean, a motherfucker be like, take that motherfucker back, and right. you cannot do that no more. <laughs> but you don't own them, or yeah. you saying it wouldn't feel good. I think it's the, I think it's, it has to be a balance because for me it was easier for me to understand the second half of the mm-hmm. question than it was for me to understand the first okay. half of the question because I thought to myself first, so I'm like, well, why can't I meet all of the needs? Yeah. Maybe I'm boastful, but I'm trying to figure out what I can't do first. And then I can't really think about what I can't do. Okay. And so I would kind of need a man here to tell me what's something they would want to do that I don't know that I could do if I really wanted that. And then I would have to think, okay, so what is it something that I could compromise? And it goes back to the episode of uh, Boundaries and Deal Breakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What could I, okay, this is not me and Matt, but what can I be okay with now? What can I wait for? Priorities are priorities right now. What can I do now? And then what has to come later? But I do feel like it's good to say not want to because growth is encouraging. Like you want to be able to look back and be like, you know what? This was not that and now it is. Mm -hmm. And without being able to see the direct uh, comparison of we're moving. We're water. We're 70% water. Relationships, love, all of that is fluid. So if we're not moving, we're molding. Yeah. And so you got to make sure that the love is not molding. If it's already already there, that's not really love. That's convenience. Yeah. And you don't want just straight convenience because I'm going to be in control of that convenience. And not only am I going to be in control of that convenience, I'm going to be in control of you and him too. Mm-hmm. Because now you have now inevitably been 0% yeah. of what I need. Because you are everything. Because if you're everything, you're also nothing at the exact same time. Yeah. So you got to have that balance of growth. I need to be able to see the progress. I need to know that we have moved and we have grown and we are, we're fluid and not just some mold sticking in here just knowing like, okay. Because. Yeah. But I also think that that is kind of a trick question. And I'll say mm-hmm. that because... Oh, yes. <laughs> I think it's a trick question because you said, what if somebody can't meet all of your needs? I think that there's a difference with, with me being like, hey, this is a need you're not meeting. And this is what this is my expectation. And then you're not trying to meet it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, if, you know, so it's different. So it's it's a difference between you can't meet it because you can't physically be here every time I need you. And then me telling you, hey, this is what I need and this is where you're at and I need you to come here. Yeah. And you just not trying. Mm -hmm. That's an issue for me. That's when like we have an issue. We have a problem. That definitely makes a difference. Yeah, you ain't got to be a plumber, but you got to know which plumber to call. <laughs> so basically, you, you ain't gotta be a plumber, but you gotta know what I need. You ain't gotta be under the under the sink, but yeah. you know, messing up shit. But look, you should be able to call and and pay the invoice. Yeah, right. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you gotta have some type of you like, take care of the need that's supplied. Like, yes, do I want a man to build my house? Yes, if I was my if I could. Let me marry an architect who's literally going to design it. That would be cool. But also, if you could just make enough money so I can design the house that I want. 
Wait a minute. That word. I'm saying like the standard, like you may not meet exactly what I want, but you can find a way to to meet it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can still find a way to meet it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it may not be exactly the way I want. I can bend on the exact, Mm -hmm. but I can't bend on the solution. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. You're I right. want a I man to build my solution. house. Yeah. You don't got to physically build it. Because we know me. I know, like, I got grandfathers in my family that actually build mm-hmm. the house. <laughs> like, they literally do it. Mm-hmm. That's nice. I like men that can fix things. But maybe my man ain't going to fix things. Maybe yeah. he, his hands is nicely manicured to play with me instead. <laughs> and then Here make sure that money is there. <laughs> So I can still get what I want, yeah. but you're not just that manly man. And that's okay for me because you've met the standard right. without meeting it exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Coming mm-hmm. all the way around full circle. Does that make sense, Troy? We'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single, so I'm trying to figure out. We single out. together. Yeah, wait, I'm trying to figure this out. Single swing, single swing over here. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so on this side, so this, what do you think about the notion of like they say you, you don't a man should you should, a man should not meet all your needs and you should not want him to. When I think of I shouldn't want him to meet all my needs, I mean I want to allow for like uh Janae mentioned, um, allow for the growth. Yeah. You know, like for his individual growth and for mine, because I want to always be looking to want to be engaged with you, to want to get to know you. And I want you to do the same for me. And some of my needs that I need to be met are not needs for him to meet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have my friends who are supposed to meet these Mm -hmm. these particular needs. And I have my family who meet a set of needs. They're not meant for him to come in and fill in that space because he will ultimately never meet those needs because they're not meant for him. So, you know, that's when I start thinking about things like that. I never put certain expectations on a partner because that's not that's never been your zone. Yeah, and the moment you try to be in your zone, then we start having issues with the other shit you're supposed to be focusing on. Yeah. you know, so that that when I start thinking about the part of I don't want him to, that's when that's what primarily comes to mind. I just learned something. What you learn? What she just said? <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say in class. What she said? Another part when she was saying like family and friends have certain spots that they yeah. feel. Yeah. And but it also goes back to I don't want him to be able to fix those needs because what if that's a need that I need to fix mm-hmm. for on myself? True. Mm-hmm. You well, know, what if you have somebody who is fixing all of those needs and then y'all don't work out and then you just left broke, busted, and disgusted? Mm-hmm. And I and I think and, and, right. and it goes back to you know and, and it goes back to you can't. Living in trailers, you can't love nobody to love yourself. Oh, I need yeah. to be able to make my own way and have my own identity. That's right. And that, and I think back, like what you were saying, like you got to have your own identity and you got to also be able to, as they said, how can you love somebody else if you don't love yourself? Mm-hmm. Don't look for that person to feel that void. 
Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of my, I, I, I have a friend that no matter what, who she dates, she looks for him to fill that void. Mm-hmm. And I always tell her, well, like you said, well, what if that don't work out? Mm-hmm. Then you've built a bigger hole, a bigger void that you can't, you haven't even filled for yourself yet. So how can you expect somebody else to well, see she it? She just needs to go to counseling because that's some childhood trauma, traumatic stuff. It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a wrap. I think when I, when I look at it, like my, my perspective, we can't help us. My perspective, like, is we can't do that. We can't do that. Don't write it. Don't write it. Go straight to therapy. Don't pass. Go. Don't collect $200. Don't do none of that. Straight to jail. I'm just looking like overall, like, self preservation is key. You can't Mm -hmm. lose your ability to function and survive alone just because you're partnered. Because, God forbid, something happens to your partner, but ultimately, you know, if they leave this earth, the notion I like to live by is I'm connected to everything, but I'm attached to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm connected. I'm connected to everybody in this room, but I'm not attached that if you left this earth, you went another way, whatever happened, that if you left mm-hmm. my life for whatever reason, I got. I still got to function. That's what they sing on Molly music. Yeah, I got to be able to function with like beyond that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of those things that like, even I talked to friends about this, like, um, Women who have children. I talk to women that's married, women that's single, and they all have the same notion of like, you know, ultimately, say if you partner, you you're not a single parent, quote unquote. But you almost have to have, and it's even from a married woman, you gotta almost have like a single parent mentality because you know, again, God forbid something happened to your partner, but your husband could die, your husband could leave, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of variables that go into place that right. you just quote unquote and set your leave. yeah, you done quote unquote set yourself up for a uh, for success <laughs> of like you being together mm-hmm. and then the nigga leave That's and now you gotta figure it out. Right. So I think in life, when I get two weeks notice anything, they just gone. So when I think about this whole notion of being, you know, they want to uh when I say earlier, like, you know, you don't want them to be, what, what was the thing? Look, look, I forgot that fast. Overall, when you're looking at, oh, a partner will never meet all your needs. That's one thing. But you should not want them to. I think on the side of you should not want them to, I think that just comes down to recognizing, like, um, I got to be able to function in this life alone, if that's what it gives me. Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever that may look like, I got to be able to push through it, so. Think you know y'all all have had some sound answers. And the last thing, joy, it ain't a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) So let me say this. A struggle I've sometimes had in relationships is when I get past like the honeymoon stage, you know, if we experience any sort of hiccup, I tend to think like it's the big boom, the end of the relationship is going downhill. When in reality, it's truly like this fantasy in my mind that the relationship is going to be perfect, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. the entire time with no issues. And it's crazy of me to think that, but I've been guilty of it. So it leads me to ask, you know, what does the balance really look like in a relationship when you are truly battling the desire of the illusion of perfection because perfection is an illusion against the reality of what is going to truly happen like how do you balance that joy i'm gonna ask you when you know that you got this illusion on your left hand of like this is my perfection this is everything i want but on my right hand this is reality shit is gonna go absolutely left how do i balance it and not drive myself crazy or not drive myself to the point where i say fuck all relationships i'm not even gonna try it out Hmm. 
That's tough for me. And I think it goes back to a previous question that was asked. And my answer was, for myself, I have an issue with control. Okay. Because if I cannot control the narrative, my narrative, in whatever the situation, I'm out. Yeah. And I can't unsee, unexperience all the different variables that are happening. Mm-hmm. So as things are coming at me, I, you know, I don't know what you're doing on your side. I know what I'm able to contribute to the relationship, but when it, when it's undone or, you know, it's not happening the way I see it, I'm out. And that's just been my flaw that I'm working through. Do you, are, do you, do you, you want to work past that or you want to sit in that? I'm sitting I know you sitting. <laughs> do you want to do you want to stay in it or you want to work past? I'm that? trying to work past okay. it. Like I know there's a bigger and better something over the horizon. Okay. Um, I'm not at that point now. You know, I'm still you know mixing and mingling as it happens, and I'm taking from every experience what the ultimate relationship will look like for me. Okay. Basically. Um. So does that answer the question? It does. That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna stick aside, and bully. What do you think? What's what's the balance look like for you in relationships with the the fantasy of what you think and the reality of what life is? I don't think you can balance disillusion. Okay, I think that is inevitable self sabotage. Okay for you not to be in reality. I think you should have hope, but not fantasy. Like fantasy is just a disillusion. It's just made up stuff. It's just an exaggeration of things that you really, it's really, it's, and it's motivated by lust. Yeah. And it's not, all, lust isn't always sexual. Lust is just to have like an addiction and a fever for something that's just not. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not what it's supposed to be a fleshy a fleshy outlook to things and i think you know there is no balance to that like you should have hope you know past what the reality is you should you know you should you need to be practical you need to be aware you need to be introspective you need to know exactly what's going on or you're going to sabotage yourself or set yourself up for failure or set the relationship up for failure, set the other person up and you're not moving for love. You're not moving out of love for the other person or for yourself in that situation when you are delusional. Cause we've all dealt with delusional people. It don't help nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it don't help nothing to be delusional. Yeah. It's a, it's an illness. So I don't think you can, you can balance fantasy. You can have the reality. You can be realistic. You can know exactly what's going on and then have hope and then have some type of gumption about yourself to work harder to get to a more ideal state. But I I think you just got to cancel out the fantasy thing altogether. Okay. I can roll with that. Tiffany, what do you think? You're going to stick beside I don't think it could be a, a balance. Like you said, like it, shit is life. Shit is going to happen. It's going it to go left or like, but the fantasy, like fantasy is like she said, it's, it's imaginary. It's what all you made up. Mm-hmm. And in your head, you can constantly make things up, but when life hits, it's no fantasy for that because you you're stuck in it. Mm-hmm. There's there's nowhere to run. But people are still delusional. Very and, much and so. It's terrible. And it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. And it put it puts them in a it put 
you in a bad place and it puts them in a bad place um, or vice versa. So I don't I don't really think it's a balance. I think like uh, Bully said, like you got to have some type of hope or faith that it's going you got to because with a relationship, everybody's stepping out on faith. Like you don't know if that's your soulmate or whatever like that. But you got to have some type of faith to step out and be like, OK, it is what it is. And if it ain't, I'm out. Hmm. I think I can roll with that. Be positive. Not I'm always thinking of another question, Joy. So <laughs> I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling with it. <laughs> Keep it up with the punches. Look, uh, I think for me is I've always leaned more into the reality because the reality is, is that I can only control what I do and my right. reaction to things. And so the hope is that someone else comes in and like you mentioned earlier in, in this episode is that they're being themselves. Yeah. So I know exactly what I'm dealing with. So I can't fantasize anything because the person who you are is who you're presenting. Yeah. So that's kind of like where I tend to lean towards into that is yeah. staying more into the realistic area is we're not always going to get along. It's not always going to be perfect. I have shortcomings. You'll have shortcomings. But at the end of the day, for me, the biggest thing is we're respectful of those things. We're supportive of each other. And we have an understanding that we will get through things with actual effort, with actual, you know, and still have that same love for each other. But the the unrealistic or the fantasy or the, you know, the dream part of what love really is, that's honestly what is so much more detrimental to the relationships because like you said, you'll never meet an expectation if you're living in that kind of a, you know, I guess delusion, you know? So yeah, it's, it's more so the, the realistic side of things that I think you have a lot more control over than you think um, versus the fantasy because you've already said it and now everything else in life is just, you know, throwing shit at it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I've lost control of the whole fucking fantasy because yeah. life is fucking happening. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's easier to do it that way. Yeah, I think ultimately uh, the the bottom line of everything y'all said is I think people need to start, in my opinion, being more honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that generated this conversation and one reason I wanted to have it and when I looked at, you know, I do research and stuff and I look at these topics is I think it's a lot of, I'm saying just women out here, like not being honest with themselves. Yeah, you mm-hmm. in situations that sis, you don't you don't like it. Mm-hmm. You really happy. don't. <laughs> You're not happy. You it don't it allow here. you hate it here. You <laughs> really hate it here, <laughs> and you done created this fantasy or illusion in your mind that like lie. it's gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he gonna do yeah, better. Yeah. And yeah, you try right. to make it make sense when yeah. when the mister has shown you zero percent chance. Yeah. It's a zero percent chance with a hundred percent chance of rain. Mm-hmm. Like, he has shown you nothing for you mm-hmm. to get where you want to be. So I think, you know, and that's one thing I want to make sure, like, even in going into season four, more conversation I want to have. Because I think, one, I'm always a fan of, like, it's an equal playing field. Men and women, we both play a part. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes as women, we got to tap into ourselves a little bit more to recognize, mm-hmm. like, what can we do differently? Or be honest with the part yeah, we're playing. honest yeah. with ourselves. Like, yeah. Like, see, so we signed, we went to the registration on the Saturday at two o'clock and signed up. Signed up. Put out all this shit. We knew it was some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> put out 
We probably ain't able to leave. Right. You know, we made a conscious decision to do it. So I think we just have to do better with that. But I definitely agree with everything y'all have said. But I think when it comes down to it, the core, the balance is just like recognizing like, what role do I play in this? What can I do differently as a person? And if things are not aligning, like I like, you know, if that fantasy that I started out with, three, one, two, three, four, five, six months later, whatever time, I can tap out any mm-hmm. minute. Like, this ain't it. So, I but think, I think sometimes too, when you get into new relationships, the fantasy is about those first six months. Oh, where yeah. you're doing everything, yeah, right. doing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah honeymoon you know? phase. And so I think that a lot of times women get stuck in that phase because they see your potential. And they go back and to that, I, like, exactly. on month seven, yeah. they like, oh, shit, yeah. well, month two, he showed me we went on a date. He showed me a good time. Bitch, he hasn't been on a date in six months. <laughs> Y'all went on <laughs> two dates. Get back to sleep. Great advice. That's what they do because yeah. men show they her hand in the first six months of what you're capable of doing. So then the next six months you're not doing it, but I know you're capable of doing. I that. think you're capable because you might have been fronting. Yeah, I mean they could be yeah. fronting, but I'm saying, but you're capable of doing it because you did, you did it. Because you did, you did, you did, you did, did that you did shit. It. You're right. And you so you when you have that, when you set that expectation, so men, I think it's men. They fuck up when they do that. But they show their hand. <laughs> literally, literally you show you. your hand the first six months. And then now all of a sudden you don't do it. You said one rose. You like the bachelorette. Yeah. Out of here. Like so seriously, that's what they do. And I think women like a lot of times we we live off emotions. Like we don't hold on to that. We hold on to stuff that you do for us because yeah. we, we care about it. That's yeah. stuff that we mm-hmm. care about. And you know we care about it. So whether you doing it as a front or you doing it because it's really you. You do it and you don't do it no more. And I have an issue with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you you showed me what you you could do. Yeah. You, you make you you, you accessory to the crime. <laughs> <laughs> you assisted in the crime. So yeah, yeah I was delusional, yeah. but you painted this picture yeah, to me. You did Absolutely. in that situation. So you we can't let the men go scot free because. We have all said you painted this picture. I have an expectation now. I'm a bitch because that now I'm a bitch or all insecure because this is what this is a requirement criminal that I need now because you did that. You made me spoiled to this for six months, and And now the next six months you don't do it no more. And I think at that point they are turned. They basically they're like, okay, I did that, and I'm gonna stop. So because at that point, yeah, yeah, because so now they're waiting to see if. Are you going to actually still expect that of them? Mm-hmm. So are you going to sit there and let them not but do it anymore? Think a lot of times but, too, that's what communication comes in from. And women. absolutely does because we get so used to it. And I think a lot of times I know with me for myself personally, I and I'm just like I'm starting. I'm working on this. Be like, hey, that made me feel good. That I like that. I like mm-hmm. that you did that. Like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And so that makes them want to do it more because. You boasting their ego. Yeah, man. You, hey, I mm-hmm. love that. Thank you so much. Like, they they They're doing that for two or three other females, so that's still hard. <laughs> I mean, I, say, I feel, I still think it's it's on women's it's on women's shoulders to be uh, clear communicators mm-hmm. and to be have hard lines. Um, I believe in hard lines, making yeah. like, you know, they say God is not the author of confusion. Yeah. You can't be either. Yeah. Like, because men are. That's why they the devil. Because they're confusing. <laughs> Women are not. 
Okay, so you can't be the author of confusion. You can't be, you got to have solid lines because in each one of our stories of reference, we have all said at some point, we already knew we didn't yeah. really fuck with that yeah. dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We know in the beginning, we know exactly who you are yeah. in the beginning. It is only when you try to paint this fantasy or you like you are putting that fantasy on us. Yeah. You are painting yourself to be this thing. You are dating with your representative that then we start to believe because you like when somebody show you who they are, believe them. Well, what if that's the first person you show me and I believe you? Exactly right. You know what I'm saying? And so like, it's like, what's to you? Exactly. Right. So, yes, you got to be smart. But then that's when you get people like us be like, well, we just don't trust it anyway. Too good to be true. That's where you get these other idioms from that. It's too good to be true. It's too do, you know, all of this stuff. So it is a working thing like. Yes, we need everybody needs to be introspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody. But men ain't about to get no easy pass from this. Like at all, because they are part of it. We are more realistic people. Yeah. Women. Women are more logical. Mm-hmm. Women are more realistic. And we think very mathematically. This is this is this. So this is this. Yeah. Yeah. That is how we think. And yeah. so, like when we come in, we can tell, you know, you ain't got this, you ain't got this, and this is all you can be. We make that math problem. We yeah. set up that equation from the beginning. The only time we are going to go against that is when you have showed your potential, the word that you don't like. Yeah. You showed your potential, you showed your representative, and you've made it clear that you can do this. So now we like, well, if you can, you should. Math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, we are mathematical creatures. Yeah. Like, we're not going to go. Like, we don't function out of emotion. We function out of make sense. Yeah, make it make sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we function. So, like, men's listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault, too. And if you got a problem, write in. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll be right back. This now brings us to the Living Single segment of the podcast. It's simply a segment where we want to send you good vibes, good energy, and give good advice on any questions that you may have about being single, dating, or relationships. Remember, nothing is off limits. So, welcome to the Living Single segment of the show, and let's get into it. All right, so today's question for the Living Single segment comes from our website, www.tobesingleornottobe.com. So it reads, I am 32 and dating a man that is 41 years old, and sometimes he gives me granddaddy vibes. Listen, he said, no, she's 32, he's 41, because all he wants to do is nap. She says, we can hang out and have a good time, but if we are at the house chilling, we can even get a, get 10 minutes into a movie and he is asleep. Or if we are just relaxing at the house, I look over and he is asleep. I understand he is not a spring <laughs> chicken. I understand that he is not a spring chicken anymore, but 41 is not that old. And I, she been listening to the show. And I do not want to be with someone that only wants to sleep when they are not working or moving around. I might have answered my own question, but I figured why not write in and ask, how should I handle this quote-unquote grandpa situation because I'm losing all the feels for this guy and I thought he was a good catch. 
and leave, leave him. <laughs> That's it. It's Next. He's out. First of all, 41 years old and you sleep all the time, sir. What's your diet looking like? Like, what are you doing? How much you sleep in the house? Because I do the same thing at home. That's I sleep right. right. So it's I all right. Right. I sleep I sleep on tours. If I go, if I'm home, I'm asleep. Yeah. yeah. My home is for sleeping. But if you got somebody, you got somebody out there. But she may be, no, we're not gonna do that. She probably, <laughs> she probably talking to him, he knows no, it all. What's she talking about, though? What's she talking she about? She said, We'll watch a movie and chilling. And she said, Well, we hang out, or she said, We watch a movie, but she had, also said, man, We just made her relax. But it sounds like she's letting him sleep. I'm gonna be quiet. Hey, what you doing? I mean, on one side, it could be he's not interested. Yeah. So unless we out in public kicking it with other people around, he's probably not interested. Or maybe he's just not your speed. Maybe he's spending his time with somebody else. If he's going sure. to invite her to be around at his house, I think that him being asleep is not okay. And no, I'm not going to just not. jump to the conclusion that she's blah. I mean, she could be. I mean, but did she put that in a letter? Yeah. Is he inviting her or is she coming over? <laughs> no, she invited her. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He got off the door. Man, I just work with such he a probably told her. He probably told her now. Yeah. Well, I just want come back. Well, I just want to see you. I just want to be under you. And then when his ass get to snowing, is <laughs> oh, this bitch sleep. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like she is a missing hole to this story. She answered her own question. I feel like he's too old. And she needs. She's thirty two. She just needs to go yeah. into business. Maybe, yeah, maybe she just needs yeah. somebody younger. Yeah, she, she already needs somebody said young, fun, like to travel. She already said. Then she's gonna be putting on well. She's going to be like she's forty one. I mean, I know me at forty one, but yeah, it could, okay. But if he, if he pop Paul vibes, is she <laughs> is she granddaughter vibes? I mean, what vibes what? is she giving? Like, what made them attracted to each other? In first place? Yeah, they probably made him a nerve. <laughs> 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 the old people's night on a Thursday. On a Thursday night, nerve was really for old people. Nah, <laughs> Thursday at the jazz set. Jazz sensations. Jazz sensations. Oh, they might have made a sensation. Oh, my God! If you met them, baby, run. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know if they from Nashville. She didn't say that. So what? Hold on. What's the, so? What do we want to tell her for sure? I don't know because if I sleep around you, that's a it's a sign of uh, security yeah. for me. Because yeah. I don't. Because I like to sleep. I love sleep towards game. I love okay. to sleep, <laughs> but. Okay. If I feel unsafe or sketchy in any way, I will not sleep around you. So you could think of it positively. Or he could just be a sleepy motherfucker that it don't matter. He could. You can't trust men with that. Me as a woman, if I sleep around you, it's a security thing because me, my closest friends, like that's how we, you know we close because we done slept, we done napped in the same room. We had nap dates. That's literally <laughs> what we do. Come over and let's sleep. Yeah. And that's literally what we do. But on a man's perspective, you can't trust me because me and are naturally just like a little bit lazy when they get home. They're not that fun. They, they sex drive go down quick, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And they say when you get 30, they, they, 
when you get 30, your, your uh, sex drive peak, don't they say? Oh, for women. women. Wait, 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 wait. It's 40 for women. 40? I thought it just go up more. It go, it go up, up more. It's 40s, yeah. <laughs> It Dang, I said I was going to eat it. I had to wait. <laughs> the more? Dang. Okay, I thought I was close. Okay. <laughs> either who? Either who, though, is what I'm saying is. I never heard that. Either who. Either who. Yes. You came in with the rap ad libs. I tell you. <laughs> you spoke like I was still challenged. I mean, they need to leave. They, that's the bottom line. They're not compatible yeah. for each other. You yeah. out here, the moment, they, really, let's be let's be real with your show. Let's be clear. The moment you write in, you shouldn't have. <laughs> the moment you write in, yeah. it's dead. Like, the streets is done. Like, leave. The moment you done thought to yourself, I need to type in to a podcast about being single enough to me to talk about my problems, you have already, you should have left. Tune in. Tune in, guys. But the moment you start to type that letter, you already knew. I married yeah, you, you already knew what the answer was. Like, you already know. Y'all are not compatible. But I just want to leave and say, I think she could possibly be the problem. Because she didn't tell us the whole story. She did not. She, she convinced well, me. You know they she could be playing sleep like I just want her to leave. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I, 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 I want more. Because you didn't even tell us enough you know, of his side of the story. Yeah, men do crazy stuff like that. Because the fact that she didn't <laughs> tell us none of his side of the story means that you conveniently leaving that out. Oh, All you want to tell us that you sleep, so you just want us to feel bad for you. No, you boring. <laughs> and I want to know. And I want to know what you're doing. Because why he allowed to sleep? Why you just sitting up there letting him be comfortable? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, like, what you're saying. He waiting on the next Exactly. Do something. <laughs> know some sleepy ass niggas and they gonna be awake goddamn <laughs> right for my ass they're going to be awake so for me for <laughs> just for me so for since save to, somebody that will work for you honey i'll try to save you try to don't save no. she don't want to be don't want to be saved you heard what brilliant joy said it's up voices i hate to give it and it's probably your fault Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to give it to you like this, but it's over with. And if you have uh, a relationship question, feel free to write it. <laughs> you got me thinking, like, don't write it. <laughs> Wait, do they get a notification? Do they get a notification when the episode comes? No. They let it all oh, good because they gonna be upset. you know what to do, sis. If you have any, uh, if anybody wants to write into the show, feel free to send it in on any of our social media platforms or the website www.tobesinglenotsbe.com, and we'll be right back with part two of fantasy versus reality. Now this brings us to the resolution segment of the show. So I want to ask you, ladies, what would you say the resolution is to understanding that when it comes to relationships, we have to live in the reality of what is and not live in the fantasy of what is not? What is your final advice on that? And we are going to start with Nikki and go around the room from there. Let's see. I would say that, and this is to anybody, men, women, 
or indifferent. Um, I would say that um, the biggest takeaway would be to actually sit with, actually spend time with yourself and determine what is like really the realistic goals that you have in your relationships. Because sometimes you can say that you're doing this, but is it stemming from, again, something to pass, a sense of lack, a sense of comparison, but really what is it that is going to be most beneficial for you and operate in that same vein? And always remember that people are not, it's a privilege to have people um, invited into your life. You know, they don't, you know, it's not something that they have the right to. You have to invite them into that. And so when they come in, if it's not working, kindly, (laughs) you know, escort them out, but always still maintain what it is that you know for yourself and don't deviate from that based upon what you think, you know, quote unquote potential or um, what this whole fantasy of somebody else's life should be. I agree. I love that quote unquote potential. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say, Tiffany, from Mississippi? Um, it almost rhymes. <laughs> yeah, we know you're dealing with that Virgo. Yeah. Um, I would just say, like, like he said, figure out who you are, who you want to be, um, but don't put no more on the table than they do. Mm-hmm. Um, don't expect any more than they would expect because like Janae said, men move off of words. Men are dumb. Women move <laughs> off actions. So um, just focus on you, but also set your boundaries. Yeah. Don't, you know, if your boundaries are there, don't whatever words he dished you, Suz, I promise they're gonna fade away <laughs> <laughs> like the dust and that they are. <laughs> but, um, come on, son. just, just make sure you're, you're instilling like what's real to you versus a fantasy, and don't let society or your family or your friends fill you up with, oh, this is the man you should have, and this is what you should look in a man like. Fix yourself whereas you see that man can see himself in you and you can see yourself in that man. Mm. Mm. That's not like fun. <laughs> oh no, not like this. But oh, if it no. get down to that. No. <laughs> what would you say, Miss Carr? I don't think my advice done changed. <laughs> <laughs> Introspection is key. Okay. Mm-hmm. You are the weapon and the prize. Yeah. So you need to sharpen that up. Sharpen it too. You need to sharp, like tune in your eyes because you know it can get what are they called? A mirage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing. They, yeah, them things can be <laughs> no, the things can be a mirage. If you are not sharpened, <laughs> if you are exhausted, what are, what are the effects of exhaustion? You know what I'm saying? Delusion. 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 Mirages. You're seeing things, fatigue. You start doing things, moving out of desperation, all of these things. And that same stuff works for your heart and your mind. Yeah. So if you are not keeping your, your heart and your mind sharp without a person, yeah. mm-hmm. then when you get with the person, you're going to be easily susceptible to tricks. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to know, you're not going to be able to tell if this is the representative or if this is actually the person that's actually applying the pressure, you ain't going to be able to tell the difference between representative and pressure. If you're not sharpening your own tools, 
Why y'all laughing? Oh, <laughs> no, nah, but for real, you got to do that. And also remember, you don't want to be no negative Nancy. Yeah. You want to have positivity and hope yeah. and faith that, you know, you don't want to be somebody so bitter and so upset that things have been sucky because you was weak yeah. because you didn't see what you needed to see. Yeah. And then you take it out on your future and think that, you know, because you subconsciously done destroyed yourself to where when something good comes along, it's too good to be true because that's an insult to yourself. Yeah. Why is something too good to be true? It's good enough for me because I'm worth it. Right. But if you're not sharpening yourself in that time alone, then you're not going to, again, be able to see the difference. Yeah. And so you got to sharpen up, but you can't like you got to protect your heart above all things. You know, I had to bring a little Bible verse. <laughs> you know me, gangster for God. <laughs> You got to protect yourself. You protect your heart above all things from it because whatever comes from you flows from that. Mm -hmm. And if you got exhaustion in your heart, desperation in your heart, hurt, pain, so that's what's going to flow for it. And that's what's going to attract. And that's what you're going to see. And that's what's going to filter your eyes. And that's how you're going to see it through. So you got you got to keep it. But you also got to keep it again, not negative. Yeah. have hope know that when you see something good that you deserved it because you attracted it yeah. and you worked hard for it if you sharpening yourself on your own then that means when good stuff comes along well i work for this yeah. when you work and when you go to school you get these I degrees know. and you get a good job you ain't thinking oh i don't it's too good for me to get a job no bitch i work for it <laughs> I right deserve, goddamn, goddamn. $100, <laughs> i deserve this I job deserve. you gotta have that same mentality if you working on yourself you doing all that shit you sharpening your own iron yeah. then when something good come along a man come along you are be you are able to receive it but you're also smart enough to know if it's really of your standard yeah I'm done. Amen. Well, come on. Can we get an amen? Sometimes I be you know, look, Enjoy. You got some added. Can you repeat the question? I, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, that's your takeaway between fantasy and reality. Yeah, what you think? I think I, I, I appreciate what everybody has brought and discussed, you know, during this podcast and during this time because I think it all makes sense. And I have nothing to add. <laughs> no, I'm going to add this. <laughs> Back to my experience it comes down to you have to be a whole person you do and that's all i like i'm learning i'm through mm. all this dating yeah and meeting people and you know figuring it all yeah. out i gotta be a whole person yeah i may fuck up along the way and you know, that's just yeah. what it is mm-hmm. that's but i don't process. want no more quarantine hobbies so i have to date <laughs> with I have to date with intention and move with intention Absolutely. and all of the new encounters and the new people that I'm going to meet. And that's it. Yeah. And that's that on that. So I want y'all all to give yourselves a round of applause. For an awesome episode. That's a great conclusion of season three. I think this season has been amazing. We have talked about some awesome topics. We have talked to some great people. We have made some great progress. I think if you're listening to this episode, if you've missed anything, um, go back to the last 20 so you can pick up from where right. it was. Um, but do we we do appreciate you. We appreciate everybody who's in the room right now. Your opinions are always valued and appreciated. And um, I'm just looking forward to season four. And I think I'll get more into this message when I do with my Montana Minute um, in a few minutes from now. But for now, again, thank you all. I appreciate you all. And this wraps up season four. So I think it needs another round of applause Yay! in season three. Season four. Season we can have our season three. Season three. Season three. Season three. Season three. Season three.
Look, we speak, we speaking things into fruition. Yeah, we're gonna be celebrating season four. We will in no time. It flies by when you have a tough. But on that note, we'll be right back with the Montana Minute. And now this brings us to the Montana Minute. The first thing, let's make sure we are thinking a little deeper and a little longer when it comes to the questions we are asking to get to know potential partners. Thanks to this episode, we know better and we must now do better. The next thing, be honest with yourself on a regular basis. If what you truly desire and have asked for in a partner is not showing up in the way you desire, don't excuse it. We aren't saying be dismissive of everything, but be real with yourself and who you are dealing with. And the last thing, thank you all so very much for rocking with your girl and this podcast for a full three seasons. You all make it worth my while every Monday, and it is truly a blessing to do something that I am so passionate about every single week. So while I could never say it enough, I want to say it again. Every listener and every supporter of this show is so valued and appreciated. So thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Signing off until season four this fall, yours truly, Shanna Montana.